Hello, everybody. It's Jennifer Williams, Cobalt Banker, Gold Coast, podcast host of Lux Life. And I'm coming to you again for a second time today here live on Wisdom Social Audio because a conversation I had now, I was originally going to, to air this tomorrow or, or later on in the week. And a conversation I just had with a fellow um, realtor and a friend of mine. You know, I said, I'm going to jump on right now and I'm going to get this out to the world because that's that's what this platform is all about, is, is putting the message out there. So the title of this episode is Escalation Clauses, Underlisting, and Bidding Wars. Oh, my. Now, why is that? You know, on one of my listings, we have questions of escalation clause. You know, will you accept an escalation clause? Will your client accept an escalation clause? And, you know, how I operate my business is I will educate my clients, buyers or sellers, and let the buyers or sellers have to make the decision that works best for them. So whatever is written, whatever offer is written and submitted to me, I will present to my clients. No matter what time of day, night, it doesn't matter. It goes out right away. And because that's that's how I would want to be treated. That's how I would want my agent to handle to handle my transaction if, if the roles were reversed. We don't hold, you know, here we do not hold the all of them and, and then present them all at the same time. We don't collect them. They go out as they go out, as they come in, they go out. We go over them each time, each thing answer all the questions, peel back the layers and see just what, just what the, uh, their contract is saying. So escalation clauses can be written in several different ways. They can say, we are going to bid X amount of dollars over. Let's just use the, for example, your escalation clause says $10,000 over the highest bid. Well, to me, Bring in your highest bid. You know, that kind of is unfair, and I almost question how ethical it is. Because if you have an offer and you write an offer, and then you have an escalation clause, the escalation clause usually has a sunset on it. It will end at, say, oh, I don't know, it, 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 they'll go $20,000 over the price of the of the initial offer. And then it'll kick. If there's a kick out, what they call it is kick out, and it just is this mucky, muddy situation that I I personally don't agree with. Um, again, like I said, I will make I make sure to send it out to my clients so they they still have it and they can make their own decision. But escalation clauses, just so you know, um, they can get sticky and muddy and. Yes, I can see from the sellers or the buyer side how they're looking at it is, you know, they don't want to overpay, right? That's why we have appraisals. And you can still have an escalation clause in there. You still can have where it, you have a sunset and you still can end up with when it comes to an appraisal on the property and the property then say it under appraises. You have this escalation clause that went over it under appraises. 
whether you wrote wrote in, um, you're going to take it regardless. No, you are on the line for making up the difference unless you're a cash off, cash buyer. Because if your appraisal comes in short and your lender says, this is all I'm going to offer, this is all you're going to loan, you know, they're, this is as much as you can get on this property, period. Then say you end up where the, the seller says, I'm not going to adjust the list price. You have a failure to perform. Now you risk losing your earnest money. Now you're going to lose the property. Now you're going to create anxiety and animosity, and it's just not going to be a smooth transaction. So I'm not a fan of escalation clauses. Um, everybody else can do what they want with their business. The other thing that we're touching on today, besides escalation clauses, Sorry about that. We see where people are also talking about my phone keeps going, which is, is a good thing. Um, but we keep talking about underlisting. Oh, I listed the house and I got X amount of dollars over. You know, I listed it and, and was able to get $15,000 more for my buyers than what the list price was. Well, there's also a strategy out there that's called underlisting the house. <laughs> so is it where the agent underlisted the house or the property and created a bidding war, which drove up the price. And then, or should this, what, what would happen if the, if they underlisted it and the bidding war didn't happen? You know, it's two sides of that coin or, you know, what happens if it goes over again, the appraisal comes under and then the client has to come up with the additional money or you have to try and go back to the seller and ask them to take less money for it. You know, this happens enough times and repeats enough times, it's going to end up creating a problem. You know, it will create a problem for that agent or for the agents that are doing it. And it's going to cause a resentment and sediment. You know, I all have times that we have offers that'll come in and, and I've talked about them quite a bit that I'll say highest and best. And they come in and we're, we're 10,000 or 20 or 30 or $40,000 over list price. You know, it's just, it, you're almost setting yourself up for a, yeah, it sounds great today, but you're setting yourself up for a problem tomorrow. Very likely. Does that happen in every case? Probably not, but more likely than not, it does. So when you're listing your house, when you're selling your home, when you're buying your home, I say time and time and time again, go with someone who you know, like, and trust. Go with someone who is telling you these things up front, has the knowledge, has the experience to guide you through this real estate transaction. You know, it makes an impact. It makes a difference. You know, earlier today, what was what was our episode about? Our episode was about you are your biggest competition. And if you can't get out of your own way, you can't move forward. And this is kind of the same thing. If you don't know what to do, what to expect, how to create, how to how to do what a real estate agent does, you're gonna you're gonna make the same mistakes. It's gonna be it could be very costly. 
So I am so thankful to have this platform to be able to get on and jump on here and share my knowledge, my wisdom, my experience, even in between phone calls and text messages that sometimes interrupt. It is what it is. It's just my business. You know, 708-710-9266 is my number. Call me, text me, any questions, send me an email, Jennifer. Williams at CB Realty, or you can find me at JenSellsLux, L-U-X-E at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, you name it, I'm on it, at Jennifer Williams Broker. Google Jennifer Williams Chicago, you'll find me as well. Um, we're her- we are heard worldwide. So escalation clauses, underlisting a property, bidding wars, If you don't know, you don't know until you know. And we're here to tell you the guidance and the nuances. Any questions, like I said, 708-710-9266. And uh, we will keep coming back and bringing uh, things time and time and time again that are important and, and that the public should know about because not all agents are created equal. Thank you for tuning in. Who knows? We might be back again later today. Stay tuned. Jennifer Williams, Cobalt Banker, Gold Coast. You've tuned in to Lux Life. I thank you so much. Have a great day.